Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. What's... Hi, everybody. Russell, I am his 11. Oh, surprise, Jeff, with that. Hope you're all safe and well. Uh, new channel, please consider subscribing and hit the bell icon. Uh, we'll keep you going in between this off season, so you still keep your West Ham fix. We've got lots of great guests, uh, including today's guest. You know it is. You can see him already. Founding fathers, one of the founding fathers of the Cotley Regents, Jeff Turner. How you doing, Jeff? How's things with you, man? I'm all right, thanks, Russ. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Everything's all right while the sun's shining. Oh, it is. Like we only get the November or something, then I'm not so sure I'll be so alright. <laughs> but when you've got good weather, you can get in the garden, you can do what you want, it, it, it ain't too bad. It makes a difference, isn't it? I mean, even throughout the whole lockdown period, the weather weren't too bad, and I think it made things a bit easier. You know, if it's raining and stuff, you can't get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you look at it the other way, if this had come about maybe in November, or something locked down and stuff through December, January, and all that it would have been a, a, an absolute nightmare. Mm. I mean, if people have had the ch- you know, get into their garden or go over the park, a lot of people like going to the beach and all that. The main worry is, is if it gets to November and they keep hitting you about the second wave and all that, and it comes when you yeah. go into lockdown, then so I'll just like to take one. You know, I mean, one day at a time, one step at a time. It's five yeah. Celsius out there today, so happy days. Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. When the sun's shining, everyone happens. Sun's shining, West Ham are in the Premier League for next season. What have we got to worry about? You know, there's nothing to worry about now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. Sure about it. Uh, well, we'll see. I've, I mean, I've got complete blind optimism at the moment, as I do every season uh, in the off season. And then after about three or four games in, they'll bring me back to normal, back to reality. We'll lose five nil to West Brom, and we'll probably draw against yeah. Burnley, and then I'm back to square one again. And yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I have got concerns. I, I mean, I, I, I'm concerned. Look, it, it, it's the West Ham way, uh, and I mean, it's a cycle, and. Look, yeah. so you can't be too critical of the ball, but we're all free thinkers. Now, I'm yep. seeing this thing about the season tickets that yeah. they've got. That you have to pay for a season ticket, and then you have to go into some kind of lottery 
if there's a reduced capacity, yeah. right, she would get it. That's nuts. I mean, I spoke to people my other club in the championship supports and uh, one of my mates, Millwall, mate, and he, he said to me, he applied with season ticket. They said, we're not doing anything, no money, until we know what's happening. Now, I can see this with West Ham. I can see this happening and people refusing, saying, we're not going to give you money for a season ticket until we know what's happening. And mm. then the owners will come out and say, oh, down to the COVID, down to this and that, and we can't get our revenue from match tickets. Everybody's got to go. And you'll see Declan Rice go, then you'll see somebody else go, and you'll see somebody mm. else go. And next season, under these owners, it'll be your annual struggle to survive. By they're taking your money, all they're interested in is keeping you in that division. Yeah. Like, to me, I think, is that what it's going to be? So another relegation fight next year. And I, mm. I just think... We'll say we're West Ham, but with the support base we've got, right, a 58,000 capacity stadium, and we get 50, 54,000 West Ham supporters through there, mm. listen, it's not too much to ask to compete in the top half of the table. No, you're right. In Champions League. Yeah. That's where we should be. And if Leicester oh, should and be. teams like that, Sheffield United, mm. why can't we be there? No, you're right. And I think, I think you know, we, I think, you know, when, when it came to, you know, yeah, someone like the, the Pellegrini experiment was an experiment, and it didn't work, and it didn't work. Um, we we jumped before we walked a little bit, and and you and we've and, and to be honest, we, everyone's been saying this for a while. We know we need to build an infrastructure, and to be honest, I think I honestly think that David Moyes is the man for it because he's done it before. At Everton, he built an infrastructure, uh, and it might not be he might not be the most glamorous manager out there, but what he's doing and. You look at the signings he's brought in already with Bowen, Suchek, yeah. hungry young players who we could get a profit off. And that's how we have to operate at West Ham at the moment, isn't it? You know, we're not going to be, as you said, Champions League and stuff like that at the moment. We need to build that that level up. And, you know, I mean, you know, Suchek. I've got no problem, no problem with dipping into the championship. No, to totally. Players like Bowen and yeah. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. I mean, I, I'm kind of hoping, uh, in a way, sorry, Brentford supporters, but you don't go Me too. Yeah, me too. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, West Ham could look at it. I mean, yeah. how much did we pay for Ella? I mean, what was he? What, yeah. 40 odd million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, it's a lot of money uh, uh, to pay for someone really uh, untested. Yeah. But there are players around. I mean, Suchet cost nowhere near that. No. You know, th th then you've got the questions of people like Anderson. People say he's a show pony, he's lazy. What do you do? And in this no. current... People go, oh, we need a clear-out, need a clear-out. But what in this current situation, what teams are going to say, well, I'll tell you what, we'll buy yeah. Antonio for... Uh, uh, I mean, um, Anderson, Anderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, for so many, many, many million. He's sitting on a contract with West Ham, probably worth about 130 grand a week. Why does he want to go anywhere? You know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and and you're right. I mean, you know, the the current, the, the, the previous regime, I call them different regimes, the previous management regime, you're not going to, you know, they were buying players for now, it seemed. Um, and you won't get your money back on, on Anderson. You won't. Um, I think even before everything happened, you won't get your money back on him. But someone like Suchek, I know, I'm not saying we sell him tomorrow, but if we did, you'd double your money on him. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and Bowen, you would double your money, and, and that's your right. Going d dipping into the championship, getting these young, hungry, mainly British, yeah. yeah, British players, um, or and, you know, because I mean, you know, so, but not necessarily going to the big leagues and picking these 
people because as you said they're untested someone like Suchek Sparta Prague we got him from and he has yeah. been brilliant and next season yeah, he's going to be and he's gone under the radar a little bit do you know yeah. what I mean no one's yeah. no one else has picked up on him and yeah. um no yeah and Bowen and as you said the Brentwood Brentford boys there's the two of them there's Ollie Watkins and and Barami I can't pronounce his yeah, name yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who I want because I just think they got yeah. and you're right Kind of, I, I, I think I, I make the right about Moyes. He's got a big given his chance, and yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I've got a lot of time for Nolan. You know, what me I mean? too. He's a good man. Everyone speaks highly of him, and I just hope the main thing is really is keeping hold of Declan Rice. That is the yeah. Thing. But uh, uh, if he goes, I mean, I hope he don't go to that lot. If he went to Man United or something, not that lot. I'm yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That, that's fair enough. And I know everybody wants to play at the top level, and what anybody says. Man United are one of the biggest teams in the world, yeah. like, regardless. So I, I would get that. We've had it with Tevez, we've had it with Rio, you know. Yeah. Nobody's better than yeah. I did. That's fair enough, but not to go to that lot, especially when they rejected him as well. Oh, that'd be a killer. But it's also, you're right. I mean, and, and you know, I've got two, there's two thoughts I think on Declan I have. One is, I've, obviously, when, when, he's, when he's on interviews and, and stuff like that, he don't look like a player who wants to bugger off. Do you no, know what no, I mean? And that's and that's and that's a massive thing. And and I think he's got he's got an incredible role model in Mark Noble there, who, and yeah, he could go to that lot, or even a United. And if he went to that lot, you know, he'd get ruined in the same way they've ruined Barkley. I mean, Mason Mount never gets much of a get run out. Um, and they and they're spending a lot of money on foreign players already. You know, so and so, but I would love. I would love him to be different. I would love him to say, you know, if he, if he stayed at West Ham, he'd be a massive fish in a small pond. You'd build a team around him. That's, that's you would. What, that's what you want to be looking to do. He's yeah, exactly. Your new captain, yeah. Uh, 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 and that's it. Bang in the extra money. If he, if he want, in this current climate, if he wants 200, 250 grand a week, then, then give it to him. Like, you know what I mean? It, 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 that's what he's going to do. It, it, it's yeah. an investment that will be worth it. Yeah, you know it's going to be worth it. These lot who come over, you know, I mean, half the players that they sign, yeah. and they bang them these great uh, uh, big money, and then, uh, uh, as you say, there's no sell-on point, uh, there's nothing for it. No. So, if, uh, I, I don't know, but I've just got a feeling through what's happening, through this season ticket thing, with no fans coming in now, the old pleading poverty will start, and there'll be, yeah. uh, there'll be a clear out. And, and, and I mean, I mean... And also, I mean, you know, in terms of how it will get treated during furlough, I mean, you know, unlike... Our friends in North London, um, yeah. we didn't furlough anyone. We kept all the no. staff going and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, our friends, our friends at Three Point Lane, they, I think they, they're doing a similar thing to what we do. And our option three is very similar to their option as well. I think we yeah. got thirty percent, they got twenty percent, and stuff like that. But yeah. look, we'll see what happens. And and yeah. You know, get fans back in the stadium. Everybody just wants to get back and get back. Yeah, to and it's just tip. It's it's it? Exactly, and a typical West Ham thing. We start hitting a bit of form, and then the season stops. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, where's this come from? You know, that like four 0 yeah, against Nor- Norwich. And... Yeah, it happens every year. Yeah, comfortable. And I, even if they'd lost that game, I wouldn't have, because they went out and had a go. 
And yes. That, and yeah. that, that's, that's what you're seeing, you team. You know what I mean? Go yeah. out there and have a go. And I think yeah. it's good. It's positive, but, you know, it's the West Ham one, isn't it? As you say, it is. start of the season. Because like, yeah. <laughs> Sheffield United away first game, we get buried 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, hey, Jeff. When you watch when you watch the football, are you a, a crowd noise off or a crowd noise on type person? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I said I wasn't going to watch it, like, but I watched it with my two boys, and yeah, I thought crowd off. I, I had to put it on in the end. Yeah, it's like watching a training game. It's weird, isn't it? Like yeah, crowd noise. It, it's something like yeah. Me personally, I don't like the. I couldn't watch it in silence. No, you know, I know no, it's weird. Crowd crap, but it, it, it was bad enough just watching it like it was. But you got to add something. So, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Fake crowd. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was talking to some bloke actually, and uh, on a previous video, and he works for Sky, and he and they were he met the bloke who came up with this the crowd noise thing, and they use and apparently they use Opta, so the Opta stats, and they do oh, some what? clever some clever. I thought it's a bloke in a box pressing a button, you know, but it's not. Yep. It's like all done through Opta. And so if a so if a team is like got loads of possession and loads of you know pressing in you know that last ten minutes, the crowd noise naturally go higher and higher for the home team. Uh, it's, yeah, it's amazing yeah. when you think of it. I was like, it's, I, you know, I, yeah, one thing struck me. You know what I mean? Watching West Ham play behind closed doors and with that crowd noise on, I think it was the most atmosphere there's ever been. <laughs> And didn't turn on them, did they? Didn't turn on them. Silent as anything, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I like you mean. Non-stop chanting, and that's one thing that we ain't had since. I thought, I thought it was hot. Exactly, I thought it was harsh when we played Norwich away that the artificial crowd turned on Norwich at half time. They booed him off the pitch. I was like, oh, that you know, you're bad when a computer yeah. boos you off the pitch. You know what I mean? But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. And, and for you, Jeff, how's how's um obviously you know a performer, um you know obviously no gigs, nothing. How have you coped with everything at the moment? Well, it, it, it's been frustrating. More yeah. Than anything. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you coach. I mean, financially, I got through had a good year last year, reject sporting mm. anniversary and stuff like that. So uh, that that's been okay. I mean, there's a lot of people that are really really bad off. The frustration yeah. is not being able, because really the music comes not anything else. It's my business. It's a business. Yeah. It's more business, yeah. but it's a business, and um, obviously it's been it. And um, but uh, I've got a couple, you know we're lucky in other ways. You know you get PRS money through. We can merchandise. You can still sell and mm. the stuff like that. But um, obviously the frustration is not plain. But um, yeah. we're in the process now of uh, setting out. Um, a, a live like stream like, yeah of a live gig filming yeah the, gig live, the first two albums back to back oh, wow. and open a lot of virtual stream where uh, yeah, yeah. Show one night in london and europe the next night in uh, the east coast and west coast in america then the next night i think it goes out to japan and places like that it's a pay-per-view it's not a big charge but you know people get to see the band like, a, a live performance basically brilliant um, a venue is the yeah. only way that you can get out and play. Yeah. Everything's been more or less scrapped this year, Russ. I've still yeah. uh, got a date, Saturday, December the 12th, at the uh, O2 Academy, Islington, which 
they seem to think he's going to be on, and if we can check the tickets, they're going to go and sell that. But me personally, I'm mm. not so sure. I, yeah. I, I can't see it this year. And I've got gigs booked for, you know, from February on in Europe and stuff like that. The promoters there assure me that, but I don't think anybody can assure anybody of anything no. like this no. time. So no. just got to suck it all soon, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. a fantastic cook and she keeps the flag flying. <laughs> like, and I eat it. Uh, I know, I know. It's funny, yeah, because I mean, you're right. I mean, I know that they're doing some, did some stuff recently. They're doing some indoor stuff with, um, I think it's even like the snooker and stuff like that. I was listening to the other day, um, and the I think it was the rug, one, the somewhere in Ireland. They're doing a did a sport event which had 500 fans in, and um, yeah. yeah, I don't think no one knows what's going on. These that's the thing. It's no, like. No, no, no. I mean, they're kind of the kids, just know. I mean, they are live. I'm even more safe for you. Yeah. yeah. If you was going to a nice, as I said, if you're going to a nice classical concert or a, or a theatre, yeah, that's okay. But you lot, you lot, your mosh pit, what's going on with that? Yeah. Social distance in the mosh pit. It can't be done, especially, you know, that's what it's all about energy, you know what I mean? I can't yeah. imagine that playing a gig and. What will you have to do then? What would a band have to wear masks? God, I know. Nobody knows. Okay, not only that, if you're playing like venues up and down London, if you're on like the 300 capacity, 400 capacity uh, club, so playing gigs, and then yeah. they have to have reduced capacity, well, A, it's going to kill the venues because, yeah. uh, you know, they need to make money. The mm. band's will have to pay for a vastly reduced fee and you don't know whether the bands are going to be able to do that and yeah. a lot of the things i speak to a lot of promoters a lot of the, the live music venues when they can't open will be closed they will not reopen mm. and that's quite a few clubs up and down the country because you still have to be paying rent and this and that and of course nobody the door and they don't know when they're going to be able to open their doors again yeah so a lot of them and i i hate it but i think a lot of this you know what i mean People sitting indoors watching whoever it may be, whether it, it, it's, you know what I mean, uh, Coldplay or, or whoever, any band across the world, are gonna yeah. be, it's going to be done there where you're sitting in your front room mm. and pay-per-view and you, you have to watch them because yeah. nothing, the music game seems to be one of these that is never mentioned, you know what I mean? It's you're, yeah, you're right. Mentioned. Opening up this and opening up that, well, well how about gig venues? There's no planning place, so... No. It is what it is, Russ. You know? No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I've been interviewing some actors and and yeah, before, and it's the same thing, same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the big West yeah. End production guys. And he's like, yeah. I don't know when. You know, um, Tom Aldridge. He plays. Um, he plays uh, Ron Weasley at the uh, Harry Potter one at the big West End one. Oh, he was like, he was like, I don't know when I'm going back. Don't know when I'm going back we don't know nothing and it's like and the same as you you need that full capacity crowd to get the energy to put on a good show yeah. if you've got like anyone yeah. and even more for you lot you know they got to stand two meters apart or whatever that's not yeah, going to so, work so <laughs> i mean you know i mean in my lifetime of 40 41 years in this business i mean obviously there's been some tank towns where you know what i mean yeah you play a venue where you could swing a jumbo jet round and wouldn't it but <laughs> You, 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 them punters who are in there have just gone absolutely bonkers anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Years ago. But now, you say it's a different thing, social distancing yeah. and kids or no, so no, no. You yeah, know, exactly. Work that out, uh, 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 you know, at the football, 
you're just saying that you can have 15,000 people in the stadium. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't no. know how it works. They probably don't either. Like, no, I don't yeah. think anyone does. I don't yeah. think anyone does. I think there's, I think there's some someone in some office somewhere who's a very clever person who's doing something yeah. with, you know, because you've got to think for, you know, for, you know, for fans particularly at a game, they're going to be shouting. They've got to wear masks in because obviously they're shouting, they're projecting, you know, spit and stuff. Not and yeah. your lot. It's not just it's, you know, your gigs. It's not just the the it's the piss and yeah. stuff as well. You know. It's not... <laughs> So yeah, Christ knows. Um, yeah. But you know, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens, and uh, what will be will be. And as you said, we can't do nothing about it. Now, obviously, Jeff. Yeah, and full disclosure, everyone. Twenty minutes in, we've had this conversation about three months ago. Me and Jeff did, and it all got yeah. corrupted. So we're doing it again. But it doesn't matter because time's moved on, and we're all a bit happier, and it's and it's more sunny and stuff. So we yeah. I'm I'm starting all over again. <laughs> it was, and everything's a bit better now. So so for so for everyone who's Anyone who's new to it, obviously, what we do, Jeff, is obviously we talk about West Ham and talk about why and stuff like that. Now, I know the story why, but we'll do it again. Why is West Ham your club? Because obviously the rejects are so synonymous as being West Ham's band. And obviously you're one of the founding fathers of the brand. Uh, but why West Ham, mate? Why why, why put yourself through it? I was born in Custom House, yeah. uh, just over a mile from the ground. Um, my family... Obviously, and everywhere around it, it could yeah. only be West Ham. My granddad, uh, John Gegas, he played in goal at West Ham. I think he made 31 appearances. Brilliant. And I think that was around 1912. Like, uh, and I've, I've, like, and he uh, made about 31 appearances. By all accounts, he wasn't a very good goalkeeper. <laughs> he, and I know he had an altercation with the crowd. This was long before Canton, I did it. I think he, uh, I think he upped someone in the crowd. Oh, wow. Because we were 4 down and he walked off the pitch. And they said, you're never playing again. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was it. So, it, it could only be the Amherst. My older brother, yeah. Steve, he, he, he's um, uh, in the 60s. I mean, he was born in 53. He used to go, you know, get on the coach up to Newcastle from Lacey's. When there was, used to used to get about 60 West Ham support, you know, in them days, go to the away game that far away and Sheffield United and that. So, he was all, it was always for me. My old man, I think 1971, I first went over there when I was seven. And we drew two all with Chelsea. And we was 2 new up. And um, they'd signed Keith Weller from Millwall. Like, and they, he scored two for Chelsea, and it was 2 all. But I was just, I went in the west side, and it was infectious from the moment I went yeah. in. It was so rough and rowdy. And uh, the language and all that, you know, it might put a lot of kids on, but not from Custom House. I said, my old man, I can't wait to get there again, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you might read your eye on the South Bank, with your yeah. supporters and what was going on, then you did on the ground, yeah. that was at seven. So, yeah, infectious, loved it. Yeah, and yeah. as I said, it's, it's you're right, it's one of those things, it's, it is infectious and it just gets in your skin, doesn't it, after a while? And you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it more than anything. It does. Players. You know what I mean? They can ruin your day or your week, like clicking the yeah. fingers that easy but yeah that that was why it always was stamped to me and of course with the band through the punk thing i mean i was young when i started the band i was 14. yeah and uh by 15 we started to get noticed and all that but a lot of the punk ethos was like sex pistols like anarchistic and all that you know very clever mm. that was that was us and the cast was kind of political but uh, uh, me i see a way of punk rock was being on the terraces that's where i thought yeah. come from not some art school somewhere in wherever it was i, I, I thought it, it 
it grew naturally from like from being on the terraces, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. And, it, and as I said, you're right. And you guys obviously be representing West Ham all over the world, you know. And it's uh... exactly it, it's been brilliant. I, I'll tell you, Russ and I, mate, we we played in places like San Salvador, Central America, one of the most dangerous places, like capital cities on earth, Mexico City, places like that. Uh, Buenos Aires, Rosario in Argentina, Sao Paulo uh, and places, and they all come decked out in my stamp shirts. And that's because what the rejects, uh, 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 you know, mm. of that around the world were West stamp. And if you don't play, but yeah, you play bubbles when you're out in these places and they go absolutely mental. And the people like, you know, I mean, Brazilians with the stamp tattoos and all that, it's oh. mad. Like, we do West Ham, West Ham. And honestly, they, I think you go around the world, right? We've had no success for 40 years. No. We are a massive club. Imagine what it would be if we had a big success as well. Yeah. Like, we'd be bigger than anybody. And yeah. it always thinks to me, it, 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 there was no foresight. If you go back to 66, which is, you know what I mean? I think, what yeah. was it, 54 years this, this week? Yeah, good maths, yeah, yeah. We put a bill a great football dynasty at that time. Mm. In 64, we won the FA Cup. In 65, we was the second British t English British team, I think, to win a European trophy after the Spuds. We won the European Cup Winners' Cup. Then West Ham won the World Cup in 1966. Then three years, we could have built on that. Yeah. An, uh, an absolute... It had been as big as Liverpool or anybody. We was the club, but... There mm. you go, you go back all the years, it was a uh, don't fest, we get 30 odd thousand over here every week, and uh, and nothing was done about it, you know, so nah. it's, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Moore had to go cat in hand to get an extra five pound a week, we nearly lost him to Spuds as well, so, you know, it's the West Ham way. It's the West Ham way, nothing's changed, is it? Nothing changes <laughs> and it never will, uh, and I know what you mean. We, I mean, we still, and you're right. It's like we do, and it, we get the ump. It gives us West Ham gives us the ump, but then it's something we like to have the ump about. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, if it's not, if it wasn't in our lives, we'd be like, oh, it'd be a huge gap in our in our lives. And uh, yeah, it does mean that on a Saturday. The great thing is going to a, going to a game beforehand, whatever, and I love it because you meet everybody in the pub. Yeah. Then you go over to that place, right? Which sometimes more more. 90 times out of 100, it ruins the day. Then you all yeah. come back in the pub and you have a good moan for a few hours. Like, and, oh, exactly. Exactly. Like, it's fantastic. And sometimes you think, well, if you were swimming every week, would it really be that much? You know what I mean? I would you know, come yeah. City Club. No way, mate. No, nah, way. exactly. You're right. And you're right. They've bought their way to where yeah. they've got. You know? Oh, totally. And you're right, exactly. <laughs> You have that sort of like ninety nine out of a hundred, but that one, that one a hundred, that's what that's what we live for. That's you know that one side. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about Champions League and this and that. I just have to go to Wembley and win a cup again. Yeah, I think everyone's the same. In, uh, just six in nineteen eighty, and then going back in nineteen eighty one for the League Cup final a year later. I mean, for a club like West Ham's two, uh, you know, that, that's we're a cup team. Yeah, I'll be glad if we could punch our way, you know what I mean, our way up the Premier League and be safe, like you know, threaten the top half, the top seven or something, win an FA Cup or a League Cup. That don't mean, yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that. Me too, uh, and still be West Ham, don't lose your soul. 
but yeah, exactly. And then and then obviously beat Tottenham and then beat Chelsea, and that's it. Yeah, that's our, that's our season done. It's so true. <laughs> and obviously you you know you, you guys are you know you're traveling all the world and and representing West Ham. And obviously you know we can't not talk about that game at bowling and obviously you guys closing out the stadium and that must have been yeah must have been incredible man bittersweet right i mean it was fantastic you know everything call it a career but to be asked to do that and uh, go there the night before and uh the rehearsals because i said i don't think you really understand the logistics of a band playing and they first got in contact with us you know what i mean i said it ain't like you just set up. I said, there's got to be sound checks the night before. You've got to have, you know, you need the infrastructure in place to do it. But it yeah. was fantastic. And going to the ground the night before, I think it was there at about one o'clock in the morning. I mean, as it turned out, um, Man United, the game being switched to the Tuesday night was a godsend, really, because it would have originally been, the last game would have been against Swansea on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got pumped, didn't we? 4-0, four, four yeah. Well, yeah and, right, uh, yeah. It just didn't seem like, but being on that night, against Man United. Yeah, under the lights, United, yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, that they, they had the, um, afterwards, you know, uh, Ben Shepherd, he was doing a presentation for Sky when they had the London taxis and all that. Well, when they, when they smashed up Man United's coach... I mean, we, we was waiting in the ground and the word was coming round that they might not be able to have the presentation. Um, yeah, I know. The Air Council had a time limit on it. Yeah. So then it started chucking down rain and all that. And uh, But it was great. Uh, the nerves were pumping. And uh, I did feel sorry for the players that had to go through all that, um, the rain lashing down. They had to stand on the podium. Like it was soaked to the bone and had to turn around and watch us. What's that, Smobby? It was just a moment of moments, and then uh, we were the last to walk off the pitch. You know, yeah, you we were. We walked off there, and uh, we got a great reception. I remember oh. I walked back to the uh, Lord Stanley afterwards and got on the Turks till about three in the morning. <coughs> afterwards, and it was a bit of it was a great, fantastic moment of my life. But also yeah. one of us had his leaving that stadium. Yeah, yeah, of course you it know, was. Bittersweet. I really did. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was bittersweet, but it was uh, yeah. I mean, for you guys, it's like yeah. I mean, that's yeah. you can't get you can't get any bigger. Don't get that much better than that. Nah, not for a West Ham fan. Oh, was you uh, obviously the money? You want to redline Glastonbury, or you want to play the Amers out at their last game? Well, we play the Amers every time. You know, of course, like, it uh, that, that, that's it. You could yeah. always starts at home. Like, yeah. Where exactly. It's so true. Um, yeah, that was. I remember that was just a complete. That last, that last sort of day was a complete cluster, wasn't it? I mean, it's like we had to move. We had to move the 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 fireworks. The beginning, so it started with fireworks. It's like. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They didn't know what they were doing with the taxis. No, Billy didn't turn up. Billy turned around and went home just because Bonzo couldn't get in the because he didn't want to see his family. So. With an empty taxi. <laughs> it's just so brilliant. <laughs> uh, it's the West Ham way. It's the West Ham way. Yeah. If it went smoothly and everything was on time, it would look too overproduced yeah. and it wouldn't like West Ham spit and store dust. We'll just get, yeah. stick it together, a bit of gaffer, that would do. It's fine, you know. <laughs> it made it compulsive 
Oh, and the fact that they actually pissed down was even better because it's just yeah, like you know right, these yeah, poor, yeah. the poor kids, yeah. the poor players. You know they just be. Yeah. Whatever happened, and the crew were filming it. I was couldn't believe we had this little podium, and Sky crew were and someone come up and watched them. They went, "You can't get on the grass when you're performing." I thought, look, on the ground, you just have 22 geezers stampeding over it. You're never going back, yeah. I'm not going to wash my shoes ever again. Oh, brilliant. They wanted to keep the turf in pristine condition so they could sell square inch to support us around the quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, any, any, anything while we can get while we can. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So let's do Hammers eleven. So you know, so we got to pick you eleven players, Jeff. Uh, the only rule is that you have to be alive to have seen them play. Now, obviously, you've got a nice spread of players. Yeah. You've got a nice spread of players. So we're going to go um, and and we'll just we'll just go through them uh, one at a time. Uh, let's start with goalkeeper Jeff. Who would be in goal for the Turner eleven? Well, what I'll say just before, so I, I, I'm, I'm not actually, you know, maybe the most skillful player or, or this and that. I think no. it's someone who had a bit of a length of time West Ham. Nice and, uh, for me, and um, who I see play like fairly regular. Yeah, so I, I'll do it that way. You know. Yeah, um, perfect, man. Um, you know, we've had some superstar players, but they wasn't around long enough for me, like the qualified. Yeah. Real art, which I, so I'll go with Phil Parks in goal. Yeah. yeah. Good old Parksy. Yeah, Great Good people. guy. Big record signing in March. Yep. Yes. What's them in second division? Broke the world record signing. I know! <laughs> I was watching, uh, I was watching uh, Callingtown Lens... Uh, Everybody say second team on uh, Amazon Prime. It's on there, so everyone can watch it again. And uh, yeah, like hearing that whole story again, you forget that we're in the second division. It's like you know Brentford going to buy the guy from Chelsea, Kepper. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, no, yeah, I know, yeah, it's crazy, crazy, absolutely, yeah. absolutely mental. But yeah, no, it's a great and that's, 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 that's legend. Yeah, like, absolute legend. No, yeah, we get. Yeah, I I interviewed. Um, we've done well. You know, you think like you know, and McKnight and a few others, but we've had a few. I mean, we've had Ludo in there before. But Rob Green was a terrific keeper for us mm. as well. But for me, it'd have to be Phil Parks. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, we interviewed Marie the other day, and she was great fun. Phil Parks is seventy this year. Oh, I know, isn't it? Every when I tell everyone, they go, "Oh my god, I feel so old now." But yeah, yeah Phil Parks is seventy. Yeah, age is not. <laughs> nah, but what what a great what a great you know I mean you know and he's yeah. apparently Marie said he's growing the mullet back for his seventieth, so it's all coming it's all coming back up. Yeah, yeah, lucky man, I've got to get mine done. I wish we could, Phil. Yeah, uh, and then the start, it's all coming back for the seventieth. So I'm looking forward to seeing the pitch, Marie's pictures. Right, big Phil's in goal. Um, Let's go for let's go left back. Who we have left back then, Phil? Okay. Then, then, then Jeff. Yeah. 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 Just epitomised West Ham, didn't he? Just epitomised. Yeah, 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 but he he was more than just a 
an odd player. He was a yeah. skillful player as well, you know. He oh, had, definitely. And and to be back at London Stadium with Slav next season, so uh, which would be good at West yeah. Brom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, man. I'm glad, glad he, 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 you know, everybody's got to work and uh, he got a job. I'm pleased for him and, and Slavin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I never uh, anything with Slav. I just think no. it all got too much for him. You know what yeah. I mean? The moving to the stadium and all that. It was very harsh on him, and he looked like a worn-out mm. man at the end of it. Yes. He needed putting out of his misery. So I'm yeah. glad he's bounced back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, good, good on him. Right, I, he's done yeah, well. he has. He's going to be a dad again in the, this summer as well. He's got his wife pregnant again, so yeah. So not only have he got a plan for the Premier League, he's got to then also. Oh God! And we know how. It's the last thing I could think of. You know what I mean? Even doing all that stuff again. Right. Okay. Junior's it. Let's go. Let's go right back. Who should we have right back then, Jeff? Ray Stewart, mate. Yeah, Tonks. Ray Stewart, yeah, I mean, he had a, he had a good career, he played for West Ham a lot of years. Obviously, I think 90-odd goals from the spot. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, good player, right, very underrated. Yeah. But again, like, for me, he was part of the most enjoyable, them years, I think, from 79 through to 86. Yeah. Uh, most memorable West Ham years in a lot of way for me at my age, you know, I mean, playing good football and uh, yeah, you know, being up there. So, and he was he was a big part of that, obviously. Yeah, uh, he was. No, definitely good old Tonks. Yeah, lovely guy. Okay, we'll put Ray in uh, centre back. So, who should we have centre backs then, Jeff? Well, obviously, people would say go for Bobby Moore, but when, when I first went there, in, there's no doubt he's West Ham's greatest ever player. I'll say that true. Yeah, 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 I mean, there in 19. 71 and then through I think 74 when Moro left didn't really get to see the best no. you know in the early 60s to 1970 so although he's our greatest player I, I, I can't put him in the no that's fair enough team. yeah that, that, that would be unfair so centre backs I'd have to go from hero Billy Bonds yeah and, and captain I mean uh, uh, when he started he was a full back when he first of all yeah. Bonds he then he moved into midfield and fantastic, you know what I mean? And then Lowe to move him at centre-half when he got the 30-31. Another master stroke, Billy, captain, great player, skillful, never got an England cap, which is nah. an absolute disgrace. And yeah. bowed out, he made his last first team appearance when he was two years old. But don't make them like him anymore. Nah. So nah. he's an absolute legend and another legend to go alongside him, I'd have to pick Alvin Martin. Big Alvin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 superb. Like, uh, another really underrated player. West Ham through and through for a Mickey Mouser, you know what I mean? To come down here and, 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 and do what he did. He, he, uh, all the time in the world, Ralph with Martin. Yeah. Player, no, I think that ship him and, him and Bond's like absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah. And obviously, when Billy got his stand named after him, Alvin did the PA for it as well, which I think was yeah. nice. And yeah, he's yeah. a yeah, that's no, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And through and through, good man. Oh yeah, man. yeah, love him, love him, love him, love him. And you're right, sort of like a, a adopted Cockney, you know, Alvin Martin. He's, yeah, he's just yeah, course, still yeah. lives around the area, and yeah, yeah, yeah he's that's one yeah. yeah, all right, big out. Uh, let, let's go midfield. Let's let's go uh, left midfield. Who should we have on the left midfield, man? Um, left the midfield. I'd have to put Alan Devonshire. Yeah, big Dev. Yeah, yeah I, I think Devonshire are, are, are probably one of the best players I've ever seen. Uh, uh, on really? A, and I'll say that even 
Paul Weeks had a top ten, and he he put him in the top ten. Alan Devonshire, he said he's one of the best one-two players I played with. He said, "What he'd be worth in today's market?" Yeah, unbelievable. What was he? Five grand they bought him from for Southall. Southall, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Parks used to roll the ball out of Devonshire, and, and he'd be off. He'd be gone. Used to play in one-twos with Brooklyn and all that. Absolutely superb player. I mean, and uh, as I say, who knows? You see some of them players what they go for nowadays. He'd have yeah. to be worth. Million at least, oh, like fantastic at least. Player, yeah, brilliant. And, and doing it on that on uh, bogs of pitches, you know, not even like the bowling greens of London Stadium, the pitches exactly. were crap, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, they're muddy, yeah, and all that, he yeah, people, you know. I mean, he, he was a uh, not tremendous pace or anything, it was just it was just so skillful and good to watch. Yeah. Every time he was on the ball, it'd make you like rise from your seat, you know, it, it yeah, was one of the absolute Brilliant. All right, Dev's in. Let, let's go the other side. Let's go right midfield. Then, Jeff, who's showing the right, man? Right midfield's very left and right, but I think as a flank player, if he could have been two-footed, which he probably was, I'll go with Trevor Sinclair. Oh, yeah, tricky Trev. Yeah, Trev. I thought he was uh, 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 yet another one. He broke into the England team under us, and uh, I thought, if you look at the late 90s, early 2000s, we massively, massively underachieved. Oh, God, yeah. Look at the players that we went through. We never even got yeah. a Champions League spot. And when you had players like him, and the list is on and on, you know, with, with Rio and Eric yeah. and Jermaine Defoe and Isle Berkovich, oh, we're in players, mate. We should have... You could go on naming them. You know, we should have done a lot yeah. better than we did. Like, but, uh, yeah, always like watching Trevor Sinclair play. Me too. And, uh, yeah, for me, as a flank player, he would have got the other bar, definitely. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. I like that. Yeah, I love Trick. Yeah, Tricky Trev. Yeah, I loved him. Um, okay, let's go into central midfield then, Jeff. Who's going to be in centre midfield then? Well, I think the anchor man, central midfield, because he'd done so much for the club when he was there. I think Emma had a year, three years running. But that could be oh, Scotty yeah. Parker. Oh, yeah, Scotty Parker. He yeah. could be coming back as well. Hopefully, you know, Fulham get up, you know, that'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just a shame that he seemed to be, he was let down. Really, he was managing the team as well, not having yeah. He yeah. was junior. Uh, he'd he done everything for his power. He was a standout player, and he'd give everything yeah. for him. And it was just a shame that he didn't have enough good players around him. You know no, I mean? you're right. Yeah. He wants to win things. Uh, I'll see why he left. When he did, but I was just disappointed. Of course, that he yeah, went yeah. Lot. But uh, but it is what it is. He's a professional at the end of the day. But no, he would definitely be uh, me holding me, me terror in midfield would be Scott. Yeah. Parker. And I don't, and I don't think, and also I think what people forget about Scott Parker is the influence he had on Mark Noble. And Mark Noble is like my wish to West Ham. And and if it wasn't for Scott Parker, I don't think Mark Noble would be half the player. Not just not just how he plays, but how he conducts himself. He's very similar. Yeah, Mark. You know, he'd make you right on that. He'd admit that. You know, he'd say that yeah. as well. So yeah, Scott Park was a massive. Really, it left the void open. Really, for Mark to carry on in his shoes, and I think Mark's filled them fantastically well yeah. over the years. You know, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Scotty Park for me, sure. In the midfield, and, and who's going to be the other one? No one will have to need guess who would be his midfield partner. He's the one and only guy. Uh, yeah. It'd have to be Trevor Brookings. Yeah, of uh, course. F- oh, mate, what a player. 
what an absolute fan. I love them kind of players like him. They're no place to just make it look easy. Players yeah, yeah. In like, in a mould like, they play the game simple. Him, Zidane, Kenny Dalglish, yeah. like even Terry Shedden, Eric Cantona, players like that. They make the game look so easy. You know what mm. I mean? And him playing from midfield, fantastic player. And it proved it. I mean, he could have gone anywhere he wanted to. Yeah. And left that club, but he stayed. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and again, you're right. Yeah. Similar. You know, Man City put in a, yeah. a, a bid for him. I think I was going to pay about 400 grand for him when we went down in 78. Mm. But they went, nah, I'm not staying. I'm staying here. So, mm. what more? A fantastic player and a gentleman. Right. And you're right. I mean, the same thing about Phil Parks. Yeah, yeah, being in the in essence the championship and paying him a record fee, being in the championship and being an England international, that never happens yeah. as well. You know, going yeah. down and staying in a team for yeah. a couple of seasons in the Champion League uh, yeah. Championship and yeah, yeah. yeah. mental. It, 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 different time and uh, I think yeah. a lot of the makeup of the people was different then. You know, I mean, yeah. they, they stayed at a place. You know, and I know I'm not having a pop much at the footballers now mate look there's a load of money on offer it's different that. yeah it's different uh, you know i mean if someone comes along and says i'm going to give you 350 grand a week it's the business the player ain't going to turn around and go well actually yeah. no you're paying me too much it, yeah. it's the way the business has gone off of course guy, yeah guy for me, there's a lot to do with it but that's another thing but anyway yeah. definitely sent this and, and, and you're right the, ga the game's changed now you know when i interviewed someone like tony gale every year tony gale was there was a testimonial year, yeah, and yeah. and you don't get that anymore. Like Mark Noble is the, is the last of a dying breed. I'd love it to yeah, be Declan yeah. Rice. I'd love Declan Rice to be the last of a dying breed. You know, and, and pay us. But we, who knows? Who knows? Tony Gale should have been a stand-up comic, mate. I've been. Oh, he's so funny. He's absolutely brilliant, mate. Absolutely fantastic. He had another career in the way. He's probably a better comedian than centre half. <laughs> he's so true i love it yeah lovely guy reg okay right let's go up front who are we going to have up front then jeff i'd have to, I'd have to go with paolo i know people yeah. say that the away games but he was box office as well yeah let, let, let's face it i mean he could do things that other people couldn't yeah like, uh, 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 yeah paolo for me he, 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 he's mate just he loves the club he was mad as a march here he's century but so skillful, he's box up. You want to play and you want to see someone who could do nothing all day. Oh, totally. Like that. Temperamental, yeah. like a crazy Italian, but we loved him. And for yeah. me, that was all day long. Yeah, he, we loved him. He loved us, and he still does. And yeah. it's yeah. And again, another adopted Cockney, an even more random one because yeah, 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 you know yeah. Italians and uh, yeah. he just got us right. Okay, and who's going to be the last piece of this Turner puzzle? Right. I mean, obviously, the same applies. We go back to Bobby Moore uh, as Jeff Hurst. And yeah, of course. By seventy-three, he gone to Stoke, but yeah. there's no doubt about it. I've seen I've seen play a few times West Ham quite a lot, but but when I was a kid, seven to nine years old. What he'd be worth now, I don't know. He, oh. He's absolutely West Ham's best ever. So he could have played in any era, but obviously, I've got to exclude him from this because it wouldn't be fair, like Bobby Moore. So I'm going to have to plump Tony Cotty. Oh, we're going to have to put Tony Cotty instead. What, you know? <laughs> have to, local lad. It meant everything to him. I'll tell you what, what a poacher. Fantastic, yeah. like, brilliant. And, and yet again, 
we were staying after in 1986 after we had that great season although there was no European football we mm. could have bought anyone to that club at that time in the 80s and built on that team and made it better what did we do we just it just went a, yeah. went a pop like it always did and in yeah. the end he, he had no option he was just playing up front on his own Mac of any had gone Everton come in with a bit of money and what you do yeah. there was no ambition at West End no. yet again uh, and they kept the nucleus of that team. And for me, I mean, early 80s, mate, in the mid, uh, mid-80s, like when he came in in 1983, I think he was, non-stop, mm. like, goal-scoring machine. And he did well even when he came back. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he did. He through and through. Yeah, that would be Tony Cotty for me. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and, and you're so right. And he, he just brought so much... And he's still like a, you know, obviously a massive West Ham fan. And it's always nice yeah, when a West Ham, it's always nice when a play, a fan plays for the club. Do you know what I mean? So it's like. Fantastic. I, I know with Mark, with Mark knowing, knowing him, it, it, it really, really means everything to him. You know what I mean? And yeah. if that get beat, like, he really takes it bad. I said, you must be depressed. I said, like, you know what I mean? For eight months and he get up. I said, like, it must be really bad on you because we're getting beat all the time. But it's like, it really means a lot to him. Like, yeah. he absolutely loves it, and you would do. I remember uh, Alan Dickens was a, 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 like a mate of mine, he went to the same school. Alan was a good player, but what's there? Yeah. And I said, mean, what's it like when you run out there? Because it was all their dream at school. He yeah. said, I still have to pinch myself. He said, like, I can't oh. believe it, you know what I mean? He said, it's fantastic. I said, do you ever keep your eye? I said, on uh, all the eggs going on in the ground. He said, you, yeah. he said, you can't escape it. That was the old poultry quest there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, we met every time he ran out on that pitch, he, he was like, he was living the dream. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And, uh, so that's what it means to a local boy. And you see, Marty's done 500, 500 games for him. I don't think that'll happen at many clubs again now. Across, nope. the, across the globe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah, like the boys uh, and, and Tony Cotty, you'd have to be in there. That's yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, that, and that completes it. Jeff, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, been really nice. It, we've done it We've done it twice, but we don't have to do it again. So it's, <laughs> but it's felt like fresh. It's felt fresh. We'll do it again. Fucking we are. I'll delete this one. We'll do it again in three hours' time. No, I'm joking. It's time and we'll see where we are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks very much, mate. All the best. Stay to everyone. Take care, everyone. We'll see. I hope next season's a better season. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, everyone, for watching. And until next time, for me and Jeff, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. See you later, bro. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.